Hear me. I am your new president. From this day on, the official language of San Marcos will be Swedish. Silence. In addition to that, all citizens will be required to change their underwear every half hour. Underwear will be worn on the outside so we can check. Furthermore, all children under 16 years old are now 16 years old. What's the Spanish word for straitjacket? Power has driven him mad. Welcome back to The Default Show. Apparently they came up a long time ago with the same answer as uh, as Seth Wickersham, our next guest here on the Believe Podcast Networks, uh, did. But when it came to asking a question, is it better to be loved or better to be feared, uh, that came out of the Bronx tale, of course, such as Palma Terry's uh, great film and uh, about early life growing up in the uh, inner city there in the borough of the Bronx with the uh, mob around. And C asked the question, is it better to be loved or better to be feared? The answer uh, turned out to be feared. And uh, a guy uh, comes up with a book with the same title, and uh, this is a gentleman that is as inside as he possibly could be or anybody could be with the Patriots organization, spending a lot of time on the inside with unprecedented and unparalleled access. And uh, by the way, Jeff DeForest, Mike Louie Lubitz with you, and a pleasure to introduce Seth Wickersham, who is the author of the book, uh, and it's red hot right now, Better to Be Feared. Seth, how are you? I'm great. How are you guys? Uh, we're doing great. Uh, we have never been feared, except by program directors and various radio executives, uh, and now uh, with a video partner here. Uh, very, very scary what's happening. Uh, but uh, your conclusion was it's better to be feared. Well, yeah, I did. It was my conclusion. And then I also kind of questioned that premise a little bit um, because, you know, look, obviously throughout the New England Patriots run, especially after Spygate, they kind of unleashed their inner a-hole, right? I mean, yeah. they they gave up any pretense of wanting to be loved and instead wanted to be feared and wanted to res- wanted respect. And that kind of trickled down to how Bill Belichick, you know, operated within the building. And, um, you know, some of his famously unemotional decisions when it came to personnel or relationships, whatever it might be, and then, you know, you see the way that Tom Brady left and you see what he left for and the fact that he was able to take that winning with him. And, you know, it is worth kind of wondering, you know, it probably is better to be feared than loved, but you kind of wonder sometimes if it's always necessary. We're talking with Seth Wickersham, it's better to be feared about the Patriots, I guess, beginning, middle and end. Is out now here, Believe Podcast Network, after hours with Defoe and Luby. So let me ask you, because so much has been made about the end and how it ended and how it was weird with Belichick and Brady. And now even the last few years where it felt like the ending was coming for a long time, was that always the case? Like, it, it, we always thought that the three of them, Kraft and Belichick and Brady, had this great relationship. Was that ever an, a, a possibility? Did they ever get really along, or was there always a little bit of contention? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, I, I think it like it goes in stages, right? You had the first part of the dynasty where I think that everyone needed each other. Mm. And, you know, they generally speaking, everybody got along well. Okay. And then you had the middle part, which was, you know, the highest plateau. They had plateaued, you know, 
losing Super Bowls by the slimming inch of an Eli Manning pass, right? And yet they still were coming up short and they needed to kind of reevaluate their belief systems. And there was some contentious contract negotiations in there with Brady and the Patriots. And then things really started to change in 2017. And even though Deflategate had kind of opened up small but pre-existing divides, after the Patriots beat the Falcons and Brady and Belichick had their fifth Super Bowl ring together, Brady just wanted to be do things other than just be the New England Patriots quarterback. He really started pushing his TV 12 business. He really started talking about playing until he was age 45 years old. In the middle of it all, you had Alex Guerrero getting his access curtailed by Belichick because Belichick thought he was a divisive force in the building, hitting the, the Patriots trainers against the TB12 method. You have Jimmy Garoppolo, who, you know, Belichick held on to until the last possible second before being forced to ship him. And then you had Brady wanting a contract and feeling like he had earned a contract, the benefit of the doubt to play until he was age 45. And the Patriots just not willing to do that. They wanted to take everything year by year. And so that's where a lot of the problems really started. Kraft was doing, generally speaking, a masterful job of managing these two guys and trying to keep the band together. But if you fast forward to August of 2019, you've got Brady, who is in another contract negotiation. Now they've got six rings. Patriots still won't guarantee him a contract until age 45. He almost leaves training camp because he was so frustrated with the way that negotiations were going. He ends up signing a one-year deal with an out-to-be-a-free-agent. And 48 hours after he signs that, he and Giselle Bunchen put their house up for, uh, first for sale. Wow. Seth Wickersham is our guest here, Believe Podcast Network. Jeff DeForest, Mike Luby Lubitz. And it's very interesting, uh, this New book he has out, Better to be Feared, about the Patriots organization. Uh, now, one of our good friends, and uh, he was featured on one of our podcasts already here on Believe, John Feinstein, uh, kind of, uh, mm. I don't know if you could say he pioneered this uh, whole idea of getting uh, this kind of internal access to a team and really getting behind the scenes and getting to the bottom and uh, the roots of of most of the stories. Of course, uh, season on a brink and a very difficult day. Uh, you wouldn't think it would be easy to talk Bobby Knight into having some reporter. Yeah following you everywhere you go, knowing that you are going to be guilty of uh, more than uh, major indiscretions, uh, many of which went public, but uh, who knows what the hell went on behind the scenes. Uh, and it's interesting to me, Seth, uh, how you were able to uh, get this access to the team because uh, the Patriots organization uh, for the last 20 years under Belichick, especially very insulated, very secretive. Uh, you would think even the KGB couldn't crack the codes uh, of some of the things that, that they are up to and the way that they're operating. And uh, were it not for the fact that they were trying to bust some John at that Asian uh, spa in, in uh, Jupiter, uh, you know, who knew anything about Bobby Kraft? So, uh, you know, and imagine the cops are sitting there on a surveillance car and they're going, hey, you'll never believe we just walked in there. Isn't that the guy that owns the Patriots? Oh, my God. Otherwise, we know nothing about this organization. So um, how, I mean, this would be the curiosity point, I would imagine. How were you able to gain this kind of access uh, to get on the inside and and actually be, uh, you know, internally involved uh, with the Patriots organization, at least uh, from the sense of being uh, the deepest penetrating uh, reporter, if you will? Well, I think that, and this was even true with Fox and that's that, you know, who's friends with Bill Belichick, by the way, and that's that, like, you know, they, they are, yes, they're secretive. I mean, you know, the, the composing coaches around the NFL called Belichick and the Patriots organization, the Kremlin, 
But um, <laughs> it's true. But you know, I think that they always wanted people to understand what they were doing, and they kind of, you know, while Bel- Belichick might not be willing to disclose who has a pulled hamstring at practice, I think that he appreciated, and it o- has always kind of appreciated depth. And you know, I had, you know, he's given access to various things, and you know, for me, I felt like that I my career started when the Patriots. Um, winning started. One of my very first assignments for ESPN Magazine, I was a year out of college, was being sent to Foxborough to meet with, you know, this this kid who had come on and performed well in relief of Drew Bledsoe and would probably go back to the bench when Drew Bledsoe was was healthy. And, you know, I, on our first time I met Tom Brady, he was wearing a great sweatsuit and he had a backpack and it was full of beer because he had lost a Michigan, Michigan State bet. He was, he looked like a college student. And, yeah. You know, the relationships kind of blossomed from there. And, you, you know, I, I got to see Tom Brady's house and his Super Bowl party. And, you know, a lot of late night conversations with Belichick when he was done with work. And, you know, even though it was 1130 at night, he was relaxed and expansive and, and really able to give a window into, you know, the staggering work that had gone into, you know, how he had accumulated this football knowledge. And so I just kind of went with that. And then, you know, I do a lot of investigative work for ESPN, and so I've just gotten to know a lot of people around the league and within the Patriots building over the years. All right, so Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl last year. Uh, could be on track, mm-hmm. uh, although uh, very difficult to repeat, to actually win another one, uh, which, uh, you know, has a dynamite lineup there uh, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the last time we saw Belichick, uh, he was not, not just slamming his headphones uh, on the ground. I think he was body slamming Bob Kraft and his girlfriend <laughs> and several uh, Asian massage uh, therapists uh, at the same time. Uh, he, he was uh, playing a, a game in absolute disgust as uh, the uh, Patriots were going down again in tough fashion to the Dallas Cowboys. So uh, the question would be, I guess, uh, who, in your opinion, Seth Wickersham is having a better time right now? <laughs> yeah, well, it, it has been interesting, right? Because it turns out, you know, there is no Patriot way. <laughs> There is, there were two very special people whose careers intersected at the perfect time in their lives when both of them kind of understood the fragility of their profession. You know, Belichick had watched his life get annihilated in Cleveland and Tom Brady nearly went undrafted and, and they just, they needed each other. And, you know, as it turns out, what, what pieces of that are transferable? We've seen assistant coaches leave New England and struggle. It turns out that Tom Brady is transferable and he's almost kind of a dynasty on his own. And, you know, it was interesting because remember Bill had a losing career, you know, losing record in Cleveland over five years, a lot of strange circumstances there, obviously. And then when, during, when Brady was with new England, when he missed time with his knee injury and with deflate gate, Bill won games without Tom, you know, he would speak very fondly of the moments where they, you know, as if he was proud that the team was bigger than one player. But, you know, as it turns out, this is the quarterback's league, and nobody knows that better than Bill Belichick. And it must be, you know, just galling on some level to see how seamless it has been for Tom Brady to leave New England and win in Tampa. 
See, it's better to be feared. That's the name of the book, Better to be Feared, Seth Wickersham. Uh, you see him all over ESPN and many other outlets uh, as well, and for good reason. Uh, nobody uh, had uh, more access to the New England Patriots organization. Uh, the book comes from a, a strong foundation of inside stuff and uh, is a very good read. Seth, uh, thanks so much for being with us. Uh, it's a pleasure having you on the program here on Believe Podcasts. Thank you guys very much. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.